the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You find yourself in the middle of a trial and you start asking God why. Well, we're going to give you some of his answers next on today's broadcast of Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. That is the question, isn't it? Why? Why am I going through what I'm going through, God? I don't get it. It hurts. It's horrible. It's not fun. Well, of course not. But there are divine purposes for our pressures. And James is quite simple, but very clear in laying them out for us. We're in chapter 1 of James, verses 1 through 12. Join us there, won't you? This is Truth For Today. Here's Pastor Phil Howard with today's broadcast. James said, count it joy because God's at work in these various trials. You know that he's testing your faith. He's seeing if it's genuine because this test produces steadfastness and it was a word to remain under. Hupomone and it was to build up endurance, steadfastness, patience. Um, it's, it's hard. And let steadfastness have its full effect. What is the full effect of remaining under? You will become perfect or mature. You will arrive at the goal God intended and you will be complete in your character. God wants to make you a complete character and he's designed the various kinds of trials that will complete you in Christian character. And um, uh, you know I never pray for patience because I don't want to pay the price to get it. (laughs) He usually gives you some trials to go through and are you going to remain under you know what I, I see guys like Dino and my brother here some of you guys are so buffed it's sickening uh, you know I, I just say uh, why so off and I mean Dino's like a rock uh, when he is watching when he walks with me nobody greets me in the church and so you know I, I wish he would stay away so that I could have some friends but uh, it, you see that body is so built. You see, I I don't like exercise. I grew up in Richmond playing basketball, street ball, and my view of exercise: who can we beat? You know, let's beat somebody. No, no, let's just push weights. Nobody just. You got to be kidding! I've had so many memberships of which I went one day. And that first day, I did everything. Never, I'm never going back. Take me three weeks to heal. 
guess what? You don't want to feel my arms that you feel spaghetti. <laughs> no, to build muscle, it, it, you got to remain under. You got to keep adding the weight. Uh, my son-in-law Matt Harper back in uh, South Carolina, uh, he's now because uh, Lizzie bought him for him for Christmas. He has these sixty-pound, you know, what? Are you kidding? I mean, I'd have a double hernia. That is not made for human beings. You got to keep your muscles strong. I said, well, I got a gut. So not your gut, your arms. I'm out of shape. I'm out of shape. And I don't want to get in shape. If I did, it would hurt. I'd have to stretch. I'd have to put weight and that's why some of you are just a bag of wind ready to be blown out. Because you're not in shape. I mean, mouth exercise is all you get. And James said, I don't want a bunch of Twinkies professing the faith. I'm going to get you and teach you to remain under pressure until you grow up. I think in our closet at home, uh, all my grandchildren, we've got uh, measuring places in our master bedroom closet that start at 12 inches. And now with coal, they go to 6'8". Okay? And, and we always are measuring grandchildren. Come on in here. Uh, I mean, Lila, today, one of our great-grandsons is two. And, and then they just... I mean, wow, when did she turn that age and, and that height? Would it not be something if at 16 we're still measuring them down here? And see, we got a lot of people in church. They're still infants. They're tossed to and fro by everything. Everything. They're always getting ready to leave. They're always about to get offended. They're always ready just to resign. They're all, you can't build, you can't build a chicken coop with them. They're floating water. The moment it gets a little hard, it must not be God's will. The moment you bury your wife and you go insane because you're grieving her and you're wandering in the jungle, God must not want you in Burma. Yes, He does. Yes, He does. Just because you're thrown in the fiery furnace doesn't mean it's not the will of God. But the fourth man is greater than the flame. The fourth man can get you through. And we got so many whippy Christians that make me sick and they make the Lord sick. He's spewing them out of his mouth. Give me a tribe, people. We used to sing some through the water, some through the flood, some through great trials, but all through the blood. God leads his dear children along in shady green pastures and all the day long. God leads his own. 
My daddy used to sing a song when I get to that city. And Thomas Dorsey wrote the song. I'll tell you about Thomas. Thomas Dorsey was a black musical evangelist. He wrote Precious Lord Take My Hand and other songs. And my dad loved to sing his music. But he used to sing a song that said, And when I get to that city, somebody's going to ask me, How did you make it? And I want to sing, I came through tribulation. How about you? How about you? They had what they called the lapsus Christians in church history. Read it in Eusebius' church history. It's there. They were called laps Christians. And after the persecutions under Diocletian, the Christians began to go above ground again and they'd meet. And men would come in there with eyes missing. They'd have ears cut off. Others would come in whole. They would come in all was well. And they were the lapses. They denied the faith when persecution came. They were really saved, but they proved to be cowards. The others could not deny the faith. And they said, I'll pay whatever price. We used to sing, I'm going through. I started with Jesus and I'm going through. I'll take the way with the Lord's chosen few. I'm going through. I pay the price, whatever I must do. I'm going through. Don't be looking for something to get offended about. Did you know the devil's against you before you get started? You know, the devil wants to damn you, but the song said, I'm going to make it out anyhow. For he who began a good work in you, he can finish it. He's a finisher. He's the author and finisher of our faith. He doesn't just, oh, well, I'm throwing you to the lions. Uh Uh-uh, he is the lion. And the devil shows up as a kitten next to this lion. I created you, Satan. Back off. That's my child. Oh, I wish I had someone that believed this stuff. They could scream. You got a voice. You ought to be saying, hey, man, I believe it. I'm here because he kept me. He's kept me. He's kept me. You know, when you nearly get mad, your voice comes back. (laughs) I want you to know the purpose, James says. He's going to develop you with steadfast character. He's going to complete you so that you will lack nothing. But there's a divine provision for you. Divine provision. And here it is. It's so simple. If any of you lacks wisdom, and in the Greek it's sense. It's really a sense. It's a matter of fact. Since you lack wisdom, you lack the skill to navigate life and trials and to respond in a righteous way. You don't pick them. They ambushed you. Uh, He goes down. He's going to deal with sin. Sin comes from within. You're seduced from within. These trials are from without, and they're ambushed. You, you have no say about them. I mean, health, negative circumstances. Sin, you get baited, and your lusts are drawn out. That's from within. This is from without. Sickness. I was with a pastor friend yesterday. We're trying to figure out what to do with the church that his mental condition 
has eliminated him from being pastor because dementia is taking away his ability to think. And he's God's child. He loves God. He wants to continue to teach, but he can't remember where he is. He's in a rut. He's stuck. And he's God's child. How do you respond? If any of you lacks the ability to respond to your trial, let him be asking, present tense, ask, seek, and knock. Let him be asking God. And there's three things about this God that ought to encourage you. First of all, he's known as being generous. Did you know that it is in the nature of God? We don't write this in his nature and attributes, but it is in the nature of God to always be giving. Always. You know what he told Jeremiah? He told Israel, you're offering up your sons to these false gods, something God never entered his mind to ask you. But he said, guess what? I'll give up my son, but don't you give up yours. Why? For God so loved that he gives, he gives, he gives. Did you know, if, if you just know, come on, you know somebody, it's probably mom and dad, and you know they already love you so much and they've spoiled the daylights out of you because they always, they've got plenty and they're grace, they're generous. You know if we ask dad or mom, we'll get it. Now my kids ask their mother because <laughs> David has named me Ebenezer Scrooge, you know, and I hope they keep believing that because really they can have it if they're in need. God says, why are you dying with a lack when you got me? I, I didn't hear you calling. My brother Paul lived in Fresno and, and him and Sylvia were always on the verge of dying economically. But they, they, they did a little trick. They, Jeff got old enough to talk and they put him on the phone and said, Grandma, I don't have any milk. And the next thing I know, we were in the car going to Fresno. They'd fill the house with groceries and do the... All we needed was a call from Jeff. I need milk. Do you think God is any more generous than you? He said, you got a generous... Did you know what? He's been given ever since... He started creating us. He keeps giving rain, harvest, health, strength. I, I mean, all men. He's given them their, he said it rains on the just and the unjust. He gives them harvest. He gives them children. He blesses his enemies. He blessed you before he ever saved you. He kept you alive. You know you should have been killed that night when you took that curve. You know you should have been killed, Dino, on that uh, motorcycle. But God said, I'm not going to let that sinner die. I'm going to save him. Oh my. Isn't that your story? So he said, come, come let him ask. Ask. And is it besides that, besides God being generous, he will give it to you without reproach. And that is a beautiful word there. It literally means without rebuke or uh, uh, saying like a well dummy. 
How did you get in this mess? Didn't we go over this once before? Haven't you been here before? He said, you won't have him upbraid you. He won't call you dummy. You won't be like that one kid said he was 10 years old before he found out his name was not stupid. He'd been so upbraided all of his life by his father. Don't ask for any help. Here he says, why don't you come? Come, tell me what you need. And, but but uh, I'm embarrassed. I'm afraid you're, go- you're afraid I'm going to tell you off. You're afraid I'm going to belittle you. Your problem. I, I'm not that kind of God. I, I, I'm going to call you dummy. I'll just, I'll just meet your need. I mean, it's too good to be true, isn't it? How do you think that would sound? If you were fleeing Jerusalem and moving to another place to live and God's saying, I don't hear you calling. If any man, this is not just Jew, Gentile, great, minor, anyone. This is open to anyone who will access me. You'll find that I am a giving, generous God. And thirdly, I don't give lectures when you're in need. I will not make you feel stupid. But then he says, there's just one thing I require. Don't be double-minded. Don't be doubting me. Uh, you can't get anything from me if you're doubting my character. If you don't think I can, if you don't think I will, don't even ask. Because a double-minded, and in the Greek it's double soul. That, that you're always vacillating, you don't know, and we have them. Uh, spurt, let's see, it was a bunion, had Mr. Facing both ways, I think it was, or two plays. He said, you know, I, I heard the guys talk about it's hard to ride two horses at once. Uh, you, you either, thank God, can, or you don't. And, uh, We ought to be asking more than ever, how do we navigate these times? These are times that uh, uh, churches are, wow, in need. People are in need. And so he says, don't doubt, because don't let that man think he will get anything. He's like the wave of the sea that has no power in itself to withstand the wind. It's always subject to something acting upon it and it has no power to resist. There's no inherent power in a wave. But then that wind blows. And imagine these men. James was one of the fishermen on the Sea of Galilee. He's seen those storms come up. And, and all of a sudden the waves are blowing, blowing. And gets chaotic. And he said, some of you, you don't know where you're going to land. You're always in motion. You're always subject to the next report. Because you don't know God's word. You don't know the trials. And he said, I read this. A man said, faith unlocks the divine storehouse. But unbelief bars its doors. The man who does not trust God cannot be trusted by men. If you're not a God truster, I don't trust you. 
I can't put my life under the control of men that I don't see trusting God. I don't need your earthly wisdom. I want to see that you're trusting God. And I, I love the line that said, pessimists have never been true representatives of Christianity. And some of you are pessimists. And you can't do anything in the church with your vote. You heard about the deacon that proposed that the church needed to get new chandeliers. And he said, I'm against it for three reasons. And they said, what's that? So number one, no one can spell chandelier. <laughs> so I'm against it. Uh, n- number two, it, they cost too much. And number three, what this church really needs is more light. I'm just against it. I'm just against it. See? I say, and you put that kind of people in, in leadership? So let us introduce Brother Pessimus. Hasn't trusted God for anything in 20 years, but now he's going to direct the church. Oh, my lands. Brother Milk Toast trying to lead us to the charge. <laughs> But just don't believe. No courage. I would ask you today, I don't have time to give you the 13 kinds of trials. But they come. God's going to test you. He's going to test your motives. He's going to test how much you love him. He says, I give a crown of life to those who pass the test. And the only way you pass the test, you keep loving him. I know people, they've resigned because I got hurt, I got unappreciated, I got whatever. What it really boils down to, you loved a good word more than you loved the Savior. The man that was called a child of fornication, the man that was spit on and called illegitimate, made fun of, no one could talk him out of the cross. No one. He set his face as a flint. In Luke, the uh, disciples were astonished at the way he walked so fast ahead of them going to Jerusalem. He was going to his death and he was going and they just said, Lord, what's the hurry? I must get to Jerusalem at Passover time. It's appointed for me to die. I'm rushing to my death. I will not flee. And I will not ask angels to rescue me. Some of you are in trial. Most of you are. I think of Susan losing a precious Bob. Think of different ones here. You've become widows in the last year or two. COVID, we nearly lost my brother. It was just, it was only God's mercy that he's here just God's mercy Uh, I want to thank you elders for standing under severe criticism and severe times as I talked with Paul at breakfast the other day I said the devil had a heyday taking good men like you and these elders and confusing issues We're for men that want to do things God's way. 
and there's a price to lead. And you were criticized, nearly run out of town. And some of you, you made Paul a martyr. I told him this, you can quote me. And made our elders gorillas. No, no, I know all that went on. I still attend this church because I don't think it's been taken over by sinning men that don't want the glory of God. They want the glory of God. And God's going to restore this church. He's going to rebuild it. And we're going to still be a lampstand in the Bay Area. And this is Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. As we conclude our time together today, we would invite you to contact us if you have questions, comments about the broadcast. Maybe you have a question about your own walk and relationship with the Lord or a prayer request. We'd love to hear from you. Please get in touch with us today. Now, we have a couple of ways to do so. The easiest might be simply visiting our website, truthfortodayradio.org. You can drop us an email. We have other means of contact that you'll find there at truthfortodayradio.org. We also have a lot of resource materials available for your growth and relationship with Christ. Our design and desire is to see that you grow in Christ, grow according to His knowledge and grace. Any way we can help, well, that's why we're here. So stop by truthfortodayradio.org or simply give us a call, 855-833-9864. Again, you can reach us at 855-833-9864. Please bear in mind as you contact us that this is a listener-supported ministry. As you link arms with us financially, we're able to continue the ministry here on this radio station. Prayerfully consider how you might get involved in the ministry of Truth For Today, won't you? 855-833-9864 or write to us. Our address is 1511 M. Sycamore Avenue, Suite 278, Hercules, California. The zip code is 94547. And that website, once again, truthfortodayradio.org. It is a pleasure spending time with you in God's Word. We trust we'll see you next time we get together for another broadcast of Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.